Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi, welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, where we discuss all things restaurant business. Learn something, laugh at something. And on today's podcast, we talk the Rona and the restaurant. Ooh. Uh. As usual, <laughs> I'm joined by my good friend, Danny Davila. How are we all doing out there, people? Were we just coughing? Were you just coughing, my man? Yeah, that, that, was, that was like my fake cough. <laughs> oh my gosh. So the show is going to be a little bit different now because, yeah. uh, as you can tell, Danny's working from home. He's got me working from home. I was going to come to the studio. He said, tell me to come out stay home. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nah, son. <laughs> I was going to go in just to cough on him. <laughs> oh, no. I should have done this last week. So I guess we won't have a guest for a while. So... um. You know, we did a show on eight reasons why being a waiter sucks. Good Lord. Who who would have thunk, huh? Exactly. The pandemic has struck. You know, um, it's just one of those jobs that you can't do remotely, you know? No. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a very hands-on job. <laughs> <laughs> it's an in-your-face job, too. That's the thing. You are in the face, handling things, touching All things. All the time, yeah. Speaking, you know? Can you imagine you're talking to a customer and, and, and a spit thing comes out at you? <laughs> oh, wow. You're trying to keep your distance a little bit, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's let's let's keep that six to eight feet while we're dropping off the food. So naturally, <laughs> when, long when, arms, long arms, the long arms. <laughs> when this thing started, all I could think of was that Jay Z song. It was all good just a week ago. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Oh man, for sure. But but in actuality, it wasn't all good just a week ago. We just were kind of uh, in denial or blind or 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 not what not well informed and things like that. You know. Yeah. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, the rest of the world wasn't uh, wasn't really, you know, as blind as we are because it just wasn't. Uh, it, it takes a while to unfold, like just like any other flu, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this isn't a flu. We'll get into it. But any other disease that has an origin, um, yeah, you know. So the origin of of this uh, of this. Yeah, yeah. So tell us exactly what is what what we're dealing with here. Okay, so. Obviously, I'm no 
you know, authority, but I'm, I feel good talking about it because there has to be some kind of discourse. And anyone is welcome to really do some research and and educate themselves about the origins and things like that. So um, just free, just free talking like, you know, this is our show. I'm able to talk about things that I want to talk about that I'm interested in. Um, Absolutely. A lot. And of- how it affects our business. Oh, yeah. And it does affect our business because totally. things are going to be, you know, really different. It already started, has started affecting that, the business. That is true. That is true. Um, so not being very scientific, like uh, getting into it. Um, if you want to say um, a lot of diseases, right, um, comes from animals. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, whether it's a, a bird, bird, you know, birds carry a lot of diseases, birds in the wild, um, and a lot of the flu, um, flu viruses come from China. Okay. It's not like they're making them and manufacturing them. They just have a unique, uh, a combination of population and, and habits. Okay. Mm-hmm. So as far as I can understand it, if, if a bird has a disease, there's genetically, there's no real, um, link for a lot of them to to translate to uh the human uh genome dna that that affects us you know we're not directly gonna be in contact with the birds and genetically it just does isn't something that we we really get okay so Absolutely. that's number one yeah. so then number two china has a a large population of birds and and pigs right pigs are more similar to us um, genetically. Okay, there's a lot of really? testing on gen- okay. Yeah, absolutely. So the the bird droppings, the, the pigs will eat. Okay? okay, so then they get the diseases. And that's the human link, you know, from birds mm. to pigs to us, and we get um, infected as we as in, you know, a human being. And it could, mm-hmm. just takes one person, two people, you know, a region, and then we live in a time where it's basically one world, you know, through, mm-hmm. through travel, um, you know, anything can, can get anywhere across the world. Just, yeah, almost, I mean, just, just that fast, as fast as, as fast information travels, we travel across the world lately. <laughs> oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. So, so then, yeah, so then, you know, we, we, we know about the flu. Right. So mm-hmm. every year, you know, there's a vaccine. Not everybody, not the whole population really, you know, um, gets the flu vaccine. And that's a hot topic I won't really get into. But that's true. You know, like we we have seen the flu and there's different strains of the flu and things like that. And uh, we're able to predict it. And it takes a long time for things to be tried, um, concocted, tried and um and and tested and then manufactured okay Mm -hmm. so that's why it takes a while if anybody's looking for uh you know a rona uh virus flu it ain't happening flu shot it ain't happening okay not only that it's not really even much of a it's not the flu though yeah Yeah, it's it's more for what i understand it's it's very similar to the common cold um well not necessarily it's a respiratory um infection okay it's gonna it's gonna really affect your lungs um, you get it by breathing it in and it's going to be in your throat. You're going to be asymptomatic, uh, anywhere from two to three weeks, they're saying. 
and where you're highly contagious, but you, you don't really have any symptoms. And then, uh, so that's a very dangerous thing because most diseases you get um, mm -hmm. symptomatic and then you end up being contagious. So then you could be contained or people say, hey, stay away from me, you're sick, but no exactly. Thing. So that's, uh, that's a part of the danger. So it's, so it's more, opposite. So, so yeah. the whole time you feel okay mm -hmm. and then, yeah. then you get your symptoms after and then you're not contagious anymore. Uh, well, yeah, you're still contagious, but you're highly contagious in the beginning. Oh, okay. Of like, so the, the, the signal to stay away from people or even like, you know, without using the word quarantine, what happens when you're sick, you, you stay in your room, right? You stay home, mm -hmm. but you're going to work, you're, you're partying, you're among people, you're going to concerts, you're going to church and things like that. And you're interacting with people while presumably looking well and feeling well. And that's, mm -hmm. that's how this thing is going. That's why they're, they're encouraging social distance just, just to say, and, and, and really that is, that's not even to stop you from getting it. What they really want to achieve is to slow down the number of people who are getting it. They're already saying that, Hey, you're going to get it. 70% of the population is going to get it. Let's just, let's just try for you to get it later because mm -hmm. then, then there'll be a hospital bed for you or there'll be treatments, there'll be testing and things like that. And the U.S. is a little bit behind and, and the whole world is a little unprepared. All right. So what I know to be uh, the timeline of this would be it's, it's really a question because, you know, China is really a tough uh, place to get proper accounts of what happened. But from what we know, um, the first case came in late December. So we can just easily assume November mm -hmm. where they were treating, you know, an unknown cause for pneumonia patients. And they really didn't know what it was going on and until mid-January, the first reported death uh, caused by this new virus occurred. Okay. And, but due to unfortunate, um, you know, merging of, of, um, of events, there was a big, um, you know, a big uh, holiday in, in China at the time. So people had just come back from that traveling. You know, mm -hmm. so we have uh, the unknown virus. It's new. The holidays, high travel. So th there starts the spread throughout the world. You know, so January 20th, we're looking at countries outside China, like Japan and South Korea and, China and, and Thailand, start reporting their first cases. Um, and then the U.S. first case came like um, in Washington state, I believe. Mm -hmm. So a man uh, who had directly traveled from Wuhan, China, uh, developed symptoms. Now, is that the origin place? Is that what they're saying? Yeah, Wuhan, China is where where it happened, where where it, where it originated, and people are talking about a lab and things like that. I don't know. I heard that. Uh, mm -hmm. it, I, I could just be complete speculation that it was from a bat. Um, okay, so whether it's from a bat, I do not know. I have not seen or heard or, or, or read that. But um, something I was going to touch on later was that now um, China is going to is, is attempting to pass uh, uh, legislation to stop their population from eating um, wildlife. They have a pervasive um, they eat a lot of wildlife and that's <clears throat> where the link is coming from whether it's from pigs or bat it most you know it could be from a bat or things like that 
but you know if they're eating it that's the genetic link to these diseases right so mm-hmm. um it, it very well could be but the, the they're able to trace um you know where where these uh diseases come from and uh wuhan is is where it's at and it was once called the the wuhan <laughs> virus but um they really didn't really want to i guess associate that so they changed the name and, and they just destroyed a beer company no i mean but <laughs> true but they're different they have been different coronaviruses throughout the years right okay so, you know um the different types of um coronaviruses like um uh there's 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 sars and there's mers and things like that those were different uh types of viruses of you know so covid is just happens to be 2019 right gotcha That's where the 19 comes from and then the covid is uh is an acronym i don't really care to remember that got it and, uh, so by january like three weeks into january wuhan uh the the government of china locks down Wuhan, right? They stop all ferries, buses, trains, planes, all of that stuff just to, to attempt to contain this thing. But uh, by then, there's 17 dead, they say, and, you know, close to 600 infected. But who knows, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's no way to tell. So by the 30th of January, the World Health Organization... Uh, declared a global health emergency. Um, and then uh, the U.S. government, uh, right at the very end of January, starts to restrict travel from China. And that's, uh, that's more than just a week ago, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we're looking at the... F- and, by the way, the, the guy that in U.S. in Washington, he was in his 30s. Yeah. Okay. So people that think that it's an old person's disease, it's really not true. Um, no, but the guy that was 30 didn't die. He didn't die, but it's no fun. You know oh, what no. I mean? Like the deaths are up there, but it, 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 it's no fun. And not only is it no fun, you're going to you're going to be, you know, a carrier, you know, obviously. So a 44 year old man in, in the Philippines dies on February t- on February 2nd. Okay, so that's well under the year 60 or, you know, 70 or 80 that they're saying that it's a truly deadly disease for. So then now beginning of February, cruise ships are starting to get the first cruise ship, I believe, gets quarantined in Japan. Um, then uh, there's some controversy about this doctor that kind of uh, start to raise the sound, the alarm in China about uh, this virus. He dies. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's it's really kind of interesting because um, the death toll starts to rise raise in China to a point where the deaths that are alone in China due to um, the the Rona is is more than the worldwide SARS death toll. Worldwide SARS death toll, it's it's more than that just in China alone. So it gives oh, wow. you some kind of idea of of, mm-hmm. of what the numbers are. And, you know, you hear a lot of people on on, on, on social media saying, oh, the, 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 the regular flu kills more people, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, I urge people not to look at, you know, incomplete numbers because 
we don't know what the denominator is. You know, we know how many people are dying, but we don't know how many people have it. You know, so that makes a difference. Absolutely. Uh, because there's there's not a lot of testing available for it. Um, and even when, you know, the testing becomes available, are you eligible to take the test? Do you have the money to take the test? So they're just going by how many people are turning up sick in hospitals. So that's that's a big deal. Um, so mid-February, uh, Valentine's Day, uh, France's first death appears in Europe, you know, and then it starts to spin out of control from there. Still over a week ago, uh, legislation, uh, you know, starts to come down in China about, um, you know, the eating practices. I don't know how effective, I don't know how they're going to, I mean, China's huge. Yeah. I, I really don't know how that's going to work, but I guess that's a start. They are one seventh of the population of the world. It's crazy. You know, <laughs> it's crazy over, over what, over a billion people. Over a billion people. Yeah. On a planet that has seven billion people. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's pretty wild. Um, so ships are getting quarantined left and right. My buddy gave me a sent me a meme that said, "Buy one week on a cruise, get two weeks free." <laughs> <laughs> and very uh, true. So there's still some mystery of how things are going. You know how it's contracted. They start to get a um, a sense of 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 implementing social distances in Korea when this mysterious church in Korea is linked to an outbreak of the Rona, and uh, that's when they start to suspect social distances because they had a high case um, just in connection with that church, mm -hmm. and they started shutting down nursing homes, community centers, kindergartens, and things like that. Um. Then, you know, the world starts to get it. Now it's Italy. So that's the next hot spot. Um, Very hot. Yeah, man. Um, Italy gets locked down. Uh, Iran gets uh, gets into the game. Uh, they start getting cases. And then by nearing the end of, uh, of, of I think I'm at February now, uh, a man returning from to from Italy to Brazil He's the outbreak monkey over there, right? Gotcha. And then so Nigeria gets into the game. And then now by the second week in March, which was very weak, like pretty much this past week, U.S. Mm -hmm. starts to restrict uh, travel from Europe. And uh, so now we have a national emergency declared. And like three days ago, four days ago. Yeah, man. Like I don't want to. Say now we're moving at the speed ago. of light. Now yeah. we're moving at the speed of light, which feels a little too too late. But I mean, it isn't because you're you you can't really wrap your brain about around what's happening. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's really irresponsible of us to to kind of have hindsight and say, oh, we should have done this, we should have done that. But you know, you and I, you know, we were out and about a couple, you know, oh, yeah. a couple weeks ago. And um, I've a I've a I've a I say I have a good relationship with Confessions of a Server. We 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 message all the time, and I I, I feel very uh, you know very aligned with him. And he was planning on coming down to South Florida next week, or is it this week? No, next week. 
No, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're Next gonna week. meet in person and things like that. And I was very much looking forward to it. And I messaged him and he's very disappointed. A, it was his birthday celebration. And B, the uh, you know, the whole point of this particular podcast episode is how, you know, our restaurants are being affected by mm-hmm. Rona, right? And uh restaurants over there are closed in in, the, yeah. in Ohio. So that's uh that's that's your that's your pocketbook right there you know that is your your livelihood (laughs) (laughs) yeah man that's everything so Mm -hmm. you know i'll i'll keep uh reaching out to 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 him and other people um i do message with uh uh a lady in in california in la and you know uh, restaurants are starting to pivot you know going to take out only um, doing things like that, doing delivery and, and whatnot. So, you know, social distances has become our distancing has become our responsibility. That's why, you know, I asked you to do the, the show remotely and, uh, you know, so now it's like, what's next for us servers really? Mm-hmm. So I feel like, uh, you know, we covered a lot. And, uh, you know, you might have uh, a couple questions. I don't know if I have all the answers, but um, shoot away. Oh, yeah. I mean, he definitely covered a lot of stuff. A lot of information I didn't know already. You already got over. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the next step in where we live at in Florida? Do you um, know what they're going to do with the restaurants or how it's affecting us already? Um, I do know we already went to a curfew. where you have to be done by 10 o'clock at all bars and restaurants. But uh, do we know what the next step is going to be or any new impl- any new implementations that came in uh, as of recent? Uh, so the, the most I know in South Florida is that they've closed down bars and restaurants for at least 30 days. So that's uh, that's one thing. As bars far- and restaurants? Or no, bars I'm sorry. And- did I say bars and nightclubs? Bars and nightclubs. Sorry if okay. I, I misspoke. Bars and nightclubs. Okay. So then um, – what happens to us in the restaurants? I mean, bars here—they're very related. You know, they're—they're they're yeah. very closely related. So I don't know how how that is. You know, very few places are just a bar that don't serve mm-hmm. food. So yeah, that's a, that's a question that I'm unable to answer at the moment. But I usually work Thursday through Sunday, and I'll be shocked if I have somewhere to go on Thursday. You know, I hope so, but you know, you never know. Yeah. So to answer your question, I'm not sure, but I anticipate by the end of the week that restaurants will be either restricted to a certain amount of guests. I don't know mm-hmm. if that means pulling tables apart to six feet apart and things like that, because a lot of places are closed um, in our close quarters, mm-hmm. or just basically limiting to a certain amount of guests. Not a amount of certain. I'm, I was thinking they would probably do that where you just give them a, a like every other table kind of space. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've heard something about 250 guests, but then what if it's like a place that when he has like, you know, a capacity for a hundred, they could match up max out. So yeah, my, my, my restaurant is, is I think two fifty for upstairs and downstairs completely. Yeah. And, uh, my place, we can, we can easily hold two fifty. you know, but, uh, so the answer is, uh, I don't know. Okay. Oh, and let me think what other kind of questions that you didn't answer. <laughs> no, um, like, how is it going to like, so where do we get, do we get relief is the real question. 
well, there's going to be obviously the the first the first place would be unemployment, which doesn't really help because we don't make a lot of money on paper, right? Yeah, but it's something, and unemployment for uh, depending on the state, you know, um, isn't a lot, especially down here. Even if you yeah, ma- I you max out, I think at, you max out at like yeah, two seventy five a week or something like that. Something like that. You you max out at that. So, but something's better than nothing. So Absolutely. As soon as your restaurant closes, you you might as well just you know apply right there and then because it takes it takes a week before you get your first uh, installment. And uh, if you have something that you can pivot to, you know, obviously that's that's the logical uh, way to go. So, you know, what do you think about the run on toilet paper? What's what's that all about? I have that's the real what is going on? Okay, I have no idea. I went to go get I went to go get some paper goods yesterday and the shelves were bare for everything. Okay, (laughs) like everything. I'm just like, this is ridiculous. It's not a stomach flu, okay? What is that? <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, it's warm out there, and people are trying to clean it up. Yeah, like, what is going on? Yeah, I'm like, you know, it's just- everything. I mean, I went, to, like, literally, the shelves were bare for, like, I would go through, I was in a Walmart, the the, the food Walmart, not, like, the big super, you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. that and everything. The neighborhood The one store. that just, yeah, that just does food, right? I'm walking, I'm going through aisles, okay? There is no canned goods. There was no meats. There was no, um, I mean, I figured there'd be no orange juice, but there was no orange juice at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and just, it was just, I was like, wow. I mean, multiple stores that I've been to had no paper goods, which made sense to me, but it didn't make any sense to me because I was like, well, why? Yeah. What is the thing about the toilet paper? Yeah. Can anybody answer the toilet paper dilemma? No one has. Everybody's buying it, but nobody knows why. It, and and you know, I I've gotten into it with a couple people. That's you know, they were like, "Well, if you're going to be quarantined for two weeks, then you know." I was like, "You know how long?" So what do you mean? Do you need two months worth of toilet paper? We're telling me or two years. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I mean, but, the supply chain for toilet paper is not broken, people. It yeah. really is not broken. And and we uh, make we make toilet paper in the states, people. It's okay. <laughs> it's it's not going anywhere. It's just uh, it's going to be convenient. And that's all it's doing. It, it, just, it could be an average person. Yeah. yeah. Wash your butt when you get in the shower. You have time. If you're quarantined, you have time to use the shower. And all uh, I know people who are buying bidets and all kinds of crazy stuff. I don't know about all that. So that I it. couldn't even get soap bar soap. Remember, I called you. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I'm trying to get bar soap and I couldn't get any of that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild, man. So, you know, the stores are going to make a lot of uh, a lot of money. And it's it's kind of interesting because uh, now there's there's a lot of misinformation about. Um, OK, so, yes, there's bleach. There's a run on bleach and things like that. When you're home and you clean your house and, you know, you know, you have a, a good handle on the comings and goings mm-hmm. i am not even a fan of bleach man that thing stinks i know it's cheap but and it will sterilize but where are people using this bleach exactly you know i mean have you not been cleaning your house the whole time have you not been cleaning your house do you not have other means of sterilizing things you know yeah. be spraying bleach when you're coming out of the house that's where you really want to you know, exactly. if you're handling things outside, what are you doing with this bleach? You know, mm-hmm. so that's another uh, question mark of mine. But then let's let's try to help people then. So 
what are you doing to to sanitize when you're you you have been out in the world let's say you went to work and things like that you want to you know obviously wash your hands but there's cases where continuously you, i mean which 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 i think i do naturally more than the average person so you, oh. <laughs> you and i have always when we work together we've always yeah. held the same trade never gave it up we exactly. always like washed our tray periodically throughout the the shift, and mm-hmm. we washed our hands all the time. All the time. So then, I was at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I was at the restaurant with you um, this weekend, and I went to the bathroom right, and uh, the servers in there washing their hands, and the and the server himself had. I heard the server say. I've never washed my hands so much in my life. I just wanted to be like, I was like, well, what have you been? I wanted to, in my head, I'm like, well, yeah. you're a server. What did you, what were you doing before? Yeah. <laughs> I think a part of it also is um, making it con- as well. If you have to go to the bathroom to wash your hands in a restaurant, there's, there's something not right, you know? Yeah. Because um, I don't know where there should be hand sinks everywhere. At my spot, yeah. there's a hand sink right before you get into the, the kitchen. And yep. so like we drop dishes and we, we wash our hands and we, we do, I, I mean, I'm pretty proud of it, but they, they, there have been good before this, you know? Yeah. And, uh, the thing that people have to start getting used to is the elbow bump. I mean, when, when we were out the other day at the restaurant and my buddy showed up, he was all hugging me and stuff. I'm just like, man, I'm about to, I'm about to knock you out. Get off me. <laughs> 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 I don't know where you've been, you know? So, yeah. um, so nitrile gloves, I mean, latex gloves are less comfortable and, and things like that. You can still get those on Amazon. Um, but back to the sanitizer. So hand sanitizer is, there's controversy on hand sanitizer people. So yes, it will kill 99.9% of, you know, viruses and bacteria and things like that but that's if you are washing your hands on a regular basis and only using it on a minimal basis Correct. if you just use it like you use like you should be washing your hands you become immune to it and that's where the problem lies okay so yes 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 and a in a, a, another way of saying it is it just by the numbers right uh viruses they they mutate and so what you're killing now isn't necessarily what you're going to be killing forever. So Danny makes a very good point. When you wash your hands, people, that's the best way to get rid of things. And on your hands, you have good bacteria on your body that's there to serve you. When you kill those things, you're killing your defenses against the rest of the world. And now you bring into this uh, the... Isopropyl alcohols, are, you know, 90% of, of the world's and the hand sanitizers, they leave, they, they don't kill 100% of everything. They end up, the, the surviving mutated viruses will be mm-hmm. resistant to any further use of these things. And you could, you could, uh, you can breed super bacteria on your very, you know, or very super resistant bacteria. So use hand sanitizer as a last precaution of not being able to have anything, but it should not be your go-to. Yeah. Um, and uh, in the restaurant business, uh, you you have to know about uh, quad sanitizer. I went out and I was able to buy very easily tablets of quad sanitizer. Uh, one tablet in a gallon of water. I bought a spray bottle and that's my thing. I keep one in my car. I'm able to really get uh, shop towels and you're off and running. 
so that's that's a thing that uh, people can know that you can get readily available it's on Amazon it's on your uh, restaurant supply stores and things like that and that'll keep you safe that's a very good sanitizer and it doesn't stink like bleach just make Those sure you blue pills what's that those the blue pills that dissolve in the water yes 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 I mean you could get them already dissolved but who wants to carry around gallons and gallons of stuff you know okay mm-hmm so then uh, let's get to the masks now, right? Yes. Let's talk about the masks. Yeah. <laughs> what are the masks for and what type of masks are there? Uh, okay. Go ahead. I don't know anything about the masks. I heard that the masks don't do anything. So why are we buying all of them? <laughs> why are we buying all the masks? So people, you know, culturally, you know, I think there's a little bit of uh, – um, dissonance or discord against like uh you know how what we think people should do versus what the rest of the world i can only speak for myself i've been to japan Mm -hmm. i went to school in japan i was an exchange student and uh in japan when people are sick they wear a mask in america you think the mask is stopping other people from infecting you but they're the society that if they're sick they don't want to affect other people and that's why they use the mask and okay, mask, that makes more sense. I, mean, I didn't know that to begin with. And that's the that's one of the effectiveness of masks in general population. And I say that okay. because medical people do use masks, but they use masks that are a different, and the surgical masks are in different environments. Okay, mm-hmm. so in surgery, you're not, you know, the the um the a lot of times they wear a face shield. They're in a, yeah. They're in a protective like um. Dust free well, a surgery has to be a, a super clean environment, anyways. Correct. That makes sense. You're so, open wounds, open body. You're you're mm, going into things. Yes, and and there. So as you're talking, it traps those those um those um what you call it. Uh, let's say if it's a virus, right? Viruses are very small yeah, people. Absolutely. So small and will go through any mask. Okay. What when the virus is attached to let's say a water droplet, be it from a cough or a spit, that's when it can get trapped into a mask. So you're gonna be stopping um, you know, that um material from getting through, especially with any kind of uh, velocity. So the social distancing is assuming that if someone coughs or speaks uh, with any kind of, uh, you know, say it, not spray it type of way. If -hmm. you're eight feet away from them, that will hit the floor by gravity and not get you, um, you know, through into your eyes and nose and the places that are entry points. That's the whole point of social distancing. If they're close to you and this happens and you get it, you're going to get that, you know, you're going to get affected. So wearing a mask will help... um, stop you from affecting other people mm-hmm. but not as effective because it will have to be form-fitted and sealed okay so there are two types of masks there's surgical masks that are just you know two loops around the ears yep. and uh but the sides are kind of uh not sealed they're open you know they're just mm-hmm. so that you know nurses and doctors can talk and not you know affect the environment around them exactly and uh, so then the N90, I think it's what, the N95 masks that, that uh, also are popular and have a, have a run on. And uh, so they, they are, have more of a seal. And by the way, if the mask has a respirator, that's, that's useless, okay, because the virus is gone and 
is going right through that. But um, the effectiveness of an N95 mask is about three hours because obviously once you're once you're breathing into it, moisture gets to it, it changes the composition and it stretches and it's all kinds of things. So it's, it's a Bane mask? <laughs> uh, in a sense, not necessarily a Bane mask. But you know, it's the it's the proper mask for these situations. Okay. But it's not the end all and be all, and and gotcha. it'll it'll help you out if if you even want to wear you know a, a cut up t shirt, um, or uh, uh, something that's uh, you know DIY if you if you will, um, it'll be somewhat effective, but not as effective. But keep in mind that something's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not the end all and be all. So just know your 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 physics and biology that you know the the um, the micron level of a of like the, the size of a virus is super small and will go through any mask. So do it with the intention of not propagating it, not with the intention of you're sealed up and not getting it. So mm-hmm. um, it is said that uh, 70 percent in the end of uh, the population will be in you know will get the virus, but it's not a death sentence. It really is not. Uh, children, for the most part, will be asymptomatic. They will get it, and they will not know they have it. They will not submit, you know, have a fever and things like that. Um, lower immune system people are at risk, so it's not just an age thing. If you smoke, if you're obese, if uh, if you have a lower immune system, which are a lot of our population has, uh, you may have, uh, you know, a better chance of being affected Great Absolutely. It's a much higher risk. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So health is the first wealth and you really have to educate yourself. Everything that I'm saying is my opinion. I'm going to the gym today. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're working out at home, son. You know. <laughs> I think the gym's open. I haven't gone in a week because the last time I went, I said, should I be here? You know, I, I had no idea. Um, I don't think the gym's open either. I, I am working out at home. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I I don't know. I might have to start uh, getting a little home gym in the uh, in the tree outside. You know what I mean? Doing some pull-ups yeah. and stuff. But mm-hmm. I'm giving myself tomorrow to really figure out what I'm going to do um, health-wise. But I, I, as you know, ha- you know, have been um, preparing myself for you know just elevating my knowledge and you know my overall well-being and health and things like that so um i will continue to educate myself although a lot of these are just my opinion from what i've gathered and the the way that i've disseminated the the um the information is from me understanding so don't come at me with uh alternate facts and things like that i really don't care (laughs) we are not professionals people we are just people that read (laughs) yes so um you know i'm very i'm very grateful for our listeners who have continued to really help us and and if you enjoy our podcast you know really share it helps us grow and we do this for you and we'll continue to do this for you even from a from an alternate location things like that so uh with that we'll let you go until next week every week I am Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter. I'm Danny Davila, and please subscribe, 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 even in the face of the Rona. The Rona <laughs> in the restaurant. See you later, people. Later. Sick to my stomach when I hear your shit. Homie like